Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast for Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank. You're with Stuart Haslam as usual. Today, I'm here with Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer in the US, and it's the right time to speak to US uh, Chief Investment Officer because, Deepak, finally, after so many months, we have liftoff. We really do. Thank you, Stuart. Good morning. Yes, um, as you just correctly pointed out, we had the first rate hike from the Fed um, since December 2018. Um, so I think the, the liftoff is well underway. Uh, if you just look at the median projections, uh, the Fed expects to increase seven total times for this year, uh, which is slightly more than what our house view is. But it just tells us that the, as Jay Powell noted in his conference, that the economy is really strong and they need to, um, you know, make some dent in inflation, which is really being the reason why you see such an aggressive, um, you know, Fed stance. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I, I noticed that obviously last week as well, we saw uh, the Bank of England follow suit. I mean, what else do you expect from central banks over the next couple of, uh, of weeks following the Fed's move? I think last week was the, the key, you know, central bank week. Uh, there was, uh, you know, we had three major central banks coming up with their policy actions. The week prior, it was the ECB. So I think uh, for the time being, all the policy actions have been come to fruition. Uh, now it's uh, really a, a function of what any other idiosyncratic risks that the Fed or the Bank of England BOJ sees for their future policy actions. As you pointed out, Bank of England uh, had a, a lift of 25 basis points, but still it was a dovish uh, tilt because they the, the terminal rate for the end of this year was removed to a much lower 1.25 than 2%. Bank of Japan didn't do anything. They kept the policy rates unchanged. And as I mentioned, Fed did increase rates. So uh, I think one of the big overhang that the market has had is with regards to the central bank function. And at least for the time being, uh, we are over it. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, you know, let's talk about then how the markets reacted. We saw last week, US and European stocks rise, um, albeit in some choppy and still fairly volatile markets. Um, this is the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. So how should our listeners be preparing to, you know, take advantage of the action from the central banks? Um, or should they continue with that air of caution that I know our CIO office has been talking about in these last few weeks? Yeah, Stuart, there's no really one, uh, one answer for all this. You know, every client investor is a bit different, their approach in terms of how they deal with volatility. But you are right. You know, last couple of weeks, we have started to see some institutional bias come in and they're using the buy the dip mantra to get into the markets um, as some of these, um, you know, monetary policy overhangs. Uh, at least get more clearer. Um, but keep in mind that the we are still in a very big geopolitical crisis. The Russia-Ukraine, you know, hotspot is most likely to be, you know, remain with us for some uh, time. And I think it's going to be a little bit more presumptuous to start just, you know, buying uh, risky assets 
um, just because uh, you know we have some central bank decisions. I think uh, investors may want to be a little bit more cautious in the near term. Um, I, I say that with all the understanding that the biggest headwind for the markets is still the uh, Fed tightening, at least in the U.S. So that's really is the major concern that the Fed is going that the market's going to have. But the fact that we have started uh, this, you know, Fed tightening is is a positive trend. And then the fact that there are ceasefire talks happening between Russia and Ukraine also gives some level of comfort to the markets that there might be at least a, a, a resolution to the military conflict uh, in the in the near term. So all those things are helping. And last but not the least, we have seen a dramatic drop in the price of oil. You know, I have not seen this kind of movements in oil prices, you know, at least in 25 years that I've been following the markets. $40 drop uh, in a matter of four or five trading sessions, you know, um, oil definitely uh, is, is a main reason why markets also did well. Uh, so I think uh, the kind of combination of factors has really helped uh, propel the markets um, to a, a much more comfortable level. Yeah, true. And certainly volatile times on oil markets. I, I noticed just that those sessions ago, oil had approached $140 um, a barrel early in the month before that fall that you, you know, quite rightly described as uh, almost unprecedented in the times that, that you've been watching the markets. Um, let's look then to, to the week ahead and, uh, and the outlook for, for markets, um, not only from an equities perspective, but what should we be looking forward to on the economics and the data front as we approach um, the next few weeks? So it's a little bit light. Uh, we just had a very action-packed week, uh, you know, last week. Uh, but the focus is going to be on the flash global PMIs, which will be really the first real-time indicator of how the business activity is being impacted by the Russia-Ukraine crisis. And this is going to be much more relevant for, for Europe and, and major countries and economies like Germany in Europe. So I think the flash global PMIs is going to be the key globally. And then on the US side, we're going to get new home sales and durable goods order. And the housing data is, should also starting to soften up a bit uh, just because the rates are going up. So if you look at the mortgage rates in the US, they just tipped over 4% for the first time since uh, you know 2019. And people are trying to lock in a lower rate. They now know the Fed is on a rate hiking cycle. So the expectation is that it's better to lock in lower mortgage rate for that home that you've been eyeing on. So I think uh, housing data is going to be critical. Uh, then, as I mentioned, the global PMIs. And last but not the least on the geopolitical front, we have the NATO a summit starting on Thursday, which uh, President Biden is going to attend. And, uh, you know, you may see some, some um, you know, news. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a, a pretty severe referendum on the Russia-Ukraine crisis, especially on Russia. But it remains to be seen any specific steps that come from that, um, from that meeting. But I think that those would be the key events for, the, for this week. Indeed, Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer in the US. Always great to speak to you, to all of our listeners. Thank you very much, as always, for dialing in and listening to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Have a great week. Bye-bye for now. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, 
Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.